Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week we talk about real life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. All right, so when somebody asks you how you're doing, what is the standard response that we usually say? I'm fine, right? But are we really fine? We smile, we pretend that everything's good, but on the inside, are we really fine? Some of us don't have anyone we can talk to. So keeping everything inside while putting that mask back on every time we walk out the door has become normal for us. Have you ever thought about it? Why is it so easy for little kids to like go around and show who they really are? You know, they enjoy life. They choose to be around people who like them for who they are. Everything is good for them, right? Then something changes on the inside of those little kids. We get older. Something begins to shift. Insecurities begin to creep in. We don't feel as liked as we once were. We become self-conscious. Our bodies begin to change. We begin to change. Our friends that we had since kindergarten may have moved away or they no longer talk to us. We feel like just don't fit in anymore. I want you to think about masks for a second. When a superhero puts on a mask, why do they put it on? It's so that they can hide their true identity, right? Who they are. So many times we hide behind a mask because we're trying to hide our true identity. Maybe because we don't like who we are, or maybe we wish we could be somebody that we're not, or maybe we don't want other people to know the real us. Sometimes we put on a mask just because we want to blend in. I can relate to almost every single one of those. But the problem is with wearing a mask, it holds us back from being truly who it is that God created us to be. It holds us back from living free in Jesus. I want you to think about it. Have you been hiding behind a mask? If so, what are some of the masks that you've been hiding behind? Have you been hiding behind the mask of putting on a facade that everything is fine when you're really not fine? Have you been hiding behind the mask of, if I change who I am, what I like, my values, then I'll fit in. I remember having a friend like this whenever I was in high school and in college. She would change her likes depending on who it was that she was talking to. I remember her talking to this guy that she thought was really, really cute, and he liked rap music. And so they were talking about rap music, and the only reason she knew anything about rap music was because her brother listened to rap music, okay? So he was talking about it, and she was having this conversation with him, and he's like, I love rap. And she's like, oh, I do too. And I'm like, no, you don't. You can't stand it. <laughs> like, what in the world? So are you trying to change who you are, what you like, your values, just to fit in? Have you been hiding behind the mask of labels? Labels maybe that you placed on yourself or that others have placed on you. Have you been hiding behind those masks? 
Or maybe you've been hiding behind a different kind of mask entirely. If so, what mask are you hiding behind? So many times we hide behind a mask because we think, if they see the real me, the one who messes up all the time, the one who's broken, the one who lives with so much guilt and shame, there's no way they'd ever talk to me. There's no way they would ever accept me. There's no way that they would ever even like me. The problem is when we hide behind those masks, we keep all that inside instead of receiving the healing for those areas of our life. When we try to be somebody that we're not, we will live out a lie for the rest of our lives because we have to keep up with that facade, right? That's impossible to do. We will always have to compromise and change who we are and only leads to loneliness and failure and ruined relationships. And ultimately we lose who we really are. I remember getting to a point in my life where I had no idea who I was anymore. Wearing a mask may provide comfort for a short while, but it's a false sense of comfort. It's a false sense of security. It never provides the freedom that God can only provide. Because when you wear a mask, we're pushing down all of those negative feelings inside of us. And we never are actually dealing with the root of the problem. But God wants you whole. He wants you to walk in freedom. He created you so incredibly. And the only way to truly walk in freedom and who it is that God said that you are is to remove the masks and give them over to God. When we remove the masks, God is able to take those insecurities, those failures, those that shame, that sin. He's able to take that and truly heal us from the inside out. But when we keep all that inside, it begins to eat away at us. I know this from experience. I didn't want to deal with the problems that I had from my childhood. For those of you who don't know my story, I grew up in a home where there was a lot of physical abuse. There was a lot of drugs and alcohol and all kinds of craziness going on in my home, okay? My mom would leave for weeks and weeks at a time. I didn't even know if she was coming back. So for me, putting on that mask, I actually started at a really young age. I didn't want anybody to know what was going on in my home. I didn't want anybody to know what was going on with me personally. I didn't want to deal with the issue that I felt like nobody loved me. I didn't want to deal with the issue that I thought everybody who was supposed to love me would just leave me. I didn't want to deal with the issue that nobody liked me. I didn't want to deal with the issue that if any of my friends knew the real me, they would leave me too. I didn't want to deal with the issue that I was the cause of the choices that my parents made. I didn't want to deal with the issue that I honestly hated who I was. So I put on a mask and I pretended to be somebody that I wasn't. And I got really, really good at it. None of my friends, friends I had from kindergarten all the way through college, not one of my friends knew what was going on in my home. Not one of them knew that there was abuse. Not one of them knew that there was drugs in my home. Not one of them knew that my mom would leave for weeks at a time and not come back. Not one of them knew. I was really good at putting on that mask and pretending to be somebody I wasn't. However, I didn't deal with the problems that were on the inside of me. And so I was broken. I was deeply depressed. I was numb to the point of where I just didn't feel anything. My smile, if I smiled, it never reached my eyes. It was all fake. It was all a facade that I put on. And I dealt with some major, major panic attacks. Like it felt like somebody put an elephant on my chest and I just could not breathe. I remember the moment that God began to get a hold of my heart though. 
and I finally allowed him to begin to chip away that mask that I put on me. I was 19 years old. This was a year after I got saved, and I was on a mission trip to Mexico, which was very interesting for me anyway, because I didn't allow myself to really get in positions like that where I was around other people all the time because it's a lot harder when you're around somebody all the time to keep that mask on than it is if you're just out in public and you like put the mask on and you take it off when you're back at home. So I was on this mission trip in Mexico and I remember laying there one night in my sleeping bag as we're getting ready to go to bed at night. And I remember just calling out to God and saying, God, I'm broken. God, I hurt. I just want to feel loved. And I remember asking him, who am I really? I had pretended for so long, like I said, that I didn't even know who I was. And as I was lying there, I began to cry out to God silently, of course, because I didn't want anybody to know that I was crying out to God. (laughs) And I told him I didn't want to pretend anymore. I wanted to be healed. I wanted to be made whole. I wanted to forgive and not to have that weight on my shoulders anymore. And that night, a piece of my mask fell off. However, I wish I could say that that was the night that my whole mask came off, but it wasn't. It was a gradual process for me because it was many, many years of me putting on that mask and putting on that mask and hiding who I was. I remember being on another mission trip, and this time I was in Washington, D.C., and we were there with other mission leaders. And one of the activities that they had us do while we were there is they had every single one of us write our name on a piece of paper. And then we had to pass our name around to the group. And everybody in the group had to write something about you that they saw. And I was terrified because I know that I was the girl that was always hiding off on the side by herself, shy, you know, and I had all these insecurities about me and I never really got close to anybody. So I didn't even know what anybody else would say. I was like terrified. However, when I got that paper back, the people in my group, there were about 15 people, had written some of the nicest things about me. They looked past the mask that I had put on and they really saw into my heart and they began to speak into my life things that I didn't even realize until they began to say it. And they began to speak into me who it was that God said that I was and how they were just excited to see my heart for serving others. And it was in that moment that I realized that I wasn't the person that I thought I was. And that was the moment I chose to take off my mask the rest of the way. And as I look back at this time, one of the biggest lessons that I learned about putting on that mask was when I wore that mask, I was lying about who I was. When I put on that mask, I was lying about the things that were most important to me. I was lying about my morals. I was lying about my values. I was letting others treat me in ways that made me uncomfortable and unhappy. I was lying just to try to fit in with people who I didn't even need to be around anyway. What I learned when I became totally free of that mask was I learned that I was going to go fully after God. And if the people around me came with me, that was amazing. And if they didn't, I couldn't do anything about it except for pray for them. I chose in that moment that I was going to live for God. First Samuel 16, 7 says, while people look at the outward appearance, God looks at the heart. God looks at the heart because he truly knows who we are. He truly knows who we are because he created us. Ladies, only 50% of the people out there are going to like you anyway. We can't please everybody. So here is my challenge to you. Instead of trying to please everybody, just please the right 50%. Be who God created you to be. Be who it is that he says that you are and watch the right 50% come into your life. You don't need to have everybody like you. 
you don't even need to like everybody. Praise the Lord. There are some people that are hard to like. <laughs> we love them anyway and we pray for them, right? <laughs> so how do we remove our mask? First of all, we have to make the choice. We have to choose to be authentic. We have to choose to be genuine. We have to choose not to be fake. We don't like when other people are fake. So let's choose not to be fake ourselves. And let's choose to live honestly. So how do we remove that mask? One, we make that choice. We're going to do it. Number two, talk to God. Ask him to help you to become free of that mask. Willingly give it over to him. Say, God, I no longer want to live with this mask. I'm choosing to give it to you today. Lord, help me to live an honest life, honest with who you have created me to be. Not who other people say I am, not who I think I am, but who you say I am. Then find somebody who's further along with you in their walk with God. Pray about it. Ask God to show you who it is. But find somebody that you can trust and then ask them if they'll hold you accountable and encourage you along your journey of becoming free. Ask for forgiveness if you need to from your friends, from your family. If you've been living a life with a mask on and you haven't been your real self and you need to ask for forgiveness, I encourage you to do so. Forgive yourself if you need to. And then I want you to realize that none of us are perfect. We all mess up. So don't set your expectations so high that you set yourself up for failure. We're going to mess up. This is a process. Taking off this mask is a process. So there are going to be times where you might say something or compromise on something. And you're like, what did I do that for? Know that it's a process. Ask for forgiveness. Forgive yourself. Move on. Make the next right decision. You've got this. None of us are perfect. <laughs> then I want you to get into the Bible and find out what God says about living authentically and honestly. All right, ladies, I hope that this message really helped you. If masks are something that you don't have a challenge with, you know what? That's okay. And that's amazing. I'm so glad that you don't have that problem. But there are a lot of girls out there who do. And so I encourage you, share this message with a couple of your friends. Let them know that there is hope in this world. All right, ladies. So as we say every single week, I want you to repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Uncommon Teen Podcast. Thank you so much for all of you who have left reviews recently. I am just so honored to get to do this podcast with you all. You are such a blessing. All right. So this week's review of the week is from Real Jesus Freak. It says, I have been looking for a podcast for Christian teen girls for so long. This is the perfect podcast for this stage of life. Thank you so much. You are such a blessing to our lives. Well, thank you so much, Real Jesus Freak, for leaving that review because you are a blessing as well. Be sure to share this out with your friends, ladies, because so many teen girls just like you are looking for hope in this dark world. Have a great week, and I hope you enjoyed an amazing Easter celebrating our Jesus. We'll see you next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. 
even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big, and He really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I am just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.